Welcome to our final World Cup date for 2022. Unfortunately, very soon after we published our last podcast, USA went out to the Netherlands in a very heartbreaking and brutal manner. Yes, that was a very, it was very hard to watch. I was very depressed watching that match. I mean, I knew that the Netherlands, like they were a really good team, very solid, but I thought that we had a chance. So I was pretty disappointed to see us fall out, you know, I don't know, three to one. It was depressing. <laughs> it was depressing. It was very depressing. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, you always want to you always want to root for your team. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of our team. Yeah. Kind of, it was. It was our team. But, um, yeah, but it was, it was still, I mean, it was one of those matches where, again, you can't say that soccer is boring. That's true. <laughs> because th- there was, you know, a lot of, um, you know, highlights and it was a thrilling match. Um, but unfortunately, we did not come out victorious. And so that was disappointing. Um, I felt like for a second, like my heart had stopped because we we had, was it that we tied it up or that we were, no, we were, always, we were always behind. We were always like one yeah. point behind, but then immediately after, you know, it was two to one, and then we thought we had a chance. And then it was and three then they to came one. out three to one. Um yeah, it was it was definitely uh an upset. Um very unlucky for us, but I think that there's a lot of potential with this team, and I'm excited to see what we you know, pull off in 2026. Yeah. And we still have next year to look forward to for the women's. So, and Anna Maria can um, continue to watch Pulisic. Yes. Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) Lots of opportunities for her to connect with, with a player from the U S men's national team, but otherwise nothing from that side until 2026. Yeah. So yeah, but, but uh, how many how many of those people do you think are gonna how many of those players do you think are gonna return in twenty twenty six? Given that we had one of the youngest teams, I mean, hopefully the majority, but it's it's hard to say. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Nothing is guaranteed. Um, no. So it would be it would be really I guess ideal for all of them to return and to kind of see the evolution of this team and what they can bring to the world cup in 2026, especially with it being, you know, close by, close (laughs) by, in North America. Yeah. yeah, In North America. So that I think people are hopeful um, and excited for that. But we also, like you said, have the women's national team and the world cup there. So, that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they're actually, their odds are a little bit better, I believe, than um, the men's. Oh, yeah. Just, you know, in, in general. Um, I think so. But have anyway, after after US went out, there was a little bit of a depression where I wasn't following as closely with what was going on until... We saw kind of like our Cinderella story of Morocco just taking out everyone left and right as they kind of marched up the table until they got to France. Right. And right. And like 
backing up just a little bit, I, I remember when we lost, um, I had been following South Korea. And so um, I was I was just ready to fully commit to South Korea. And of course, you know, we played, USA played on Saturday, South Korea played Brazil on Monday. And so um, I remember my dad texting me saying, you know, who are we going to root for now? And I said, South Korea. And then Monday, immediately, like, it's just bam, 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 like goal after goal, Brazil. And I am in a work meeting, so I can't, like, I can't actually watch the match, but I'm seeing, like, Twitter just go off. And my dad texts me and says, okay, now who are we rooting for? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm maybe I'm, like, the bad luck charm for these teams, and I shouldn't support any of them. But that's not true. Um, Note to self, St. Louis <laughs> City SC, don't let Christina support you. You will lose. You will lose. But that's not fully true because Argentina. Um, I was on the side of Argentina. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was really cool to see Morocco pull that off, um, and and to beat Portugal like and watch Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> lose his mind. His face walking off the pitch was so funny, like so funny, like beautiful, <laughs> just tears, meme worthy. Yes, he was very disappointed, and it was meme-worthy, and I appreciated every second of that part of the match. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Morocco, like, it was only one to nothing, but Morocco really had it. Like, you just, I don't know. You could just feel it. <laughs> they were, like, they were such an underdog and such a, like, a, like kind of, like, a Cinderella story just coming up and then beating Portugal and then continuing to move yeah. on but I, I don't know like when they got to France I, I didn't think that they were going to be able to clinch the deal on that one no. but I I rooted for them you know like I wanted them to yeah and again it's just like more proof that possession doesn't really equate to success because I mean I remember looking at the stats for Morocco versus Portugal and Portugal had like 74% possession Seriously? and yeah, and Morocco had 26%. And I mean, it's obvi obviously like that's not indicative of, you know, who's going to pull through, but it's still, it's still pretty amazing. Um, I think they just had the opportunity. They took it. And and we were all really excited to see Ronaldo cry. But then they had the upset with France. But France, man, <laughs> they're elite. It's, Mbappe. Yeah. Can we just talk about him for Mbappe. a second? Because, <laughs> like, incredible. Oh, my God. And, I, and then when I found out that he was only 23, I was like, holy shit. He's only right. 23? I know. He's only He's 23. So young. Yeah. Yeah. And incredibly talented. Yeah. It was amazing to watch him play in the two matches that I watched because I only watched France play Morocco. Actually, that's a lie. I watched them play England, but, I, and then Argentina. Yeah. Which even then. <laughs> yeah. But okay, let's move on. Let's talk about the final because I, I know. 
You you saw the whole thing? Did you watch most of it? Yeah, I watched the entire match. Yeah, I, I came in at the 80th minute. I had something else going on that morning, and I couldn't watch immediately. Oh, okay. Um, but I came in at the 80th minute when I think they it was just tied two to two. And so it was this whole, like, will they, won't they, like, be able to get everything finished off? And right. in, in the time, are they going to go to the extra time? What's going to happen here? And it was probably the most invested I've been into any sort of sports match where I didn't actually have like a dog in the fight in any way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. Like I was kind of rooting for Argentina, but like it was, it wasn't like, it wasn't like I had a really strong opinion about it. Mm-hmm. But by the end of that final, I definitely had a strong opinion about it <laughs> because I just want to say like, in, in everything that I've ever watched and I'm not necessarily even though I'm new to, to soccer, I'm not necessarily new to like sports in general. Um, you know, avidly watch the Olympics, avidly follow fencing. Um, that was probably the most thrilling match of any kind that I've ever seen in mm-hmm. that they were highly skilled. They were very evenly matched with what they were doing. And then it was just exciting because you never knew what was going to happen. Right. Well, and then you had, I mean, you have Messi on the Argentina side and, and everybody is like wanting him to have this moment. Like they want him to have this moment so bad. And, and I feel like that was like a huge motivator for me to go for Argentina just because like thinking of that legacy and then thinking of what that would mean. And of course, you know, Mbappe had his, you know, he had, like he was one of the youngest players to score like that many goals, have a hat trick in a world cup final, like incredible, but he has so much like soccer life to live. Like he has so much time to build, build up from that. And so I think that was obviously like monumental Yeah, and definitely like that loss doesn't overshadow that, but it was also you know, Messi having that moment was, was really cool um, just to see and to think of like all of this time and all this commitment and everything like wrapping up in this um, World Cup final. Like, I don't know, it was emotional for me. Um, and I <laughs> haven't followed soccer long enough to, um, you know, say that I, I I know, you know, the longstanding history, but I you could feel it and it was cool. Um, and now speculation that he's going to go play for an MLS team, which is, is interesting. <laughs> it would be exciting. Yeah. If I it mean, happened. <laughs> I feel like people are going to break the bank to uh, watch those, those matches. Um, but yeah, it was pretty cool. It was, I felt like I was going to, for like from 80 the 80th minute on it felt like oh my god like it's anybody's game yeah and then we went to penalties yes and then it felt almost even more so but argentina scored like they they didn't miss and so i was feeling more and more confident but it still came down to one last guy like with france yeah. and like the miss it was just so i don't know 
it's kind of heartbreaking to watch people lose in penalty shots, like in penalties. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. I'm sure people have more context for that. But for me, I was like, dang, like, it really has to come down to this. Like, yeah. After everything that they just put on the field for that long. I was texting a friend throughout most of the match, even when I wasn't watching, because we were just kind of going back and forth. I was following the score still. Um, but when I was able to get home and start watching, we were just constantly texting each other. And I have like two comments about that. One is it's, it's amazing how watching such a widespread sport, you know, allows you to like come together with other people and have that same experience at the same time. Like that's really special. And I haven't really experienced that too many times before. So really enjoyed that because even though I was just sitting in my living room with my husband. It was still one of those things where I felt like because of who I was talking with at the time that it was this bigger overall thing that was going on. Mm -hmm. The second thing that he pointed out, um, so Devin, if you're listening, this is for you. He pointed out that it was a good thing that neither Messi nor Mbappe missed their penalty kicks. Right. If either of them had missed. I mean, think about how awful that would have been if your team lost and you were the one that like missed it and you were the one that had been kind of like not necessarily carrying the team, but kind of like the figurehead for your team in some ways up until that point. So yeah, that that was probably a good thing that even though France lost Mbappe actually made his. Right. So it was, yeah. And that was really stressful watching them because I remember Messi taking his, um, what would it penalty shot? And I just thought it was funny. I mean, this is, definitely like a thing people do, but I've never seen it happen. But like whenever he went up to shoot it, he, he moved so slow and like kicked the ball so slow that dude is just like all the way on the other side of the net, (laughs) ready to like ready to die for it. And I thought that was so funny. Like to me, it was just so funny to watch it because it was like a trick, but um yeah i think he was like i have to be sure i have to be sure so i have to really do something that like throws them off um yeah that was that was funny but overall sad i'm sad for my boy yoris um with spurs but i rooted against him (laughs) anyway it's okay. You rooted against Harry Kane. So. I did. I did root against Harry Kane. Oh my gosh. His ball, like from his penalty kick, is still like flying across the universe somewhere. Legend. <laughs> it's out legend, of <laughs> legend says it's still out there. Um, so by the time, you know, 2026 rolls around, maybe it'll like fly back, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but I mean, <laughs> the real question is if USA had met South Korea, what would you have done? Oh my gosh. I would have gone for USA, but I would have probably like, you know, had a little soft spot for South Korea. That would have been interesting. I think yeah. that would have been an interesting matchup. I, I think that South Korea just has really strong, like really strong offense. Um, Offensive players, I guess. I don't know if my terminology or like the way I'm phrasing is accurate, but um, they're very clinical. 
Oh my God. Can we get into a discussion about how much we hate that term real quick? Because everyone's going to listen to that and they're going to think that that's like, like I'm being serious, serious but clinical worries yeah. on that is like sarcasm. So, <laughs> we have noticed this trend breaking from world cup, which we're basically over with anyway. Um, we've noticed this trend that there seems to be a discussion online where when something is like textbook or picture perfect or whatever, it's getting called clinical in soccer. And we don't know why. I don't know why. Do you know why? I have no idea why. They're I not just, doctors. I don't even know how to describe it. I just don't understand, like, why I we're using like this word. I but don't understand it. Clinical is, like, for me, it's, like, you've got something bad going on, like, clinical diagnosis or you're, you're a doctor. Doc, you're just a doctor diagnosing something or you're working in a lab. Like, right. it's not... I don't know. It doesn't make as much sense to me. And I don't know why. Right. Like just say that it looks textbook or it looks perfect or yes. it looks, I don't know, but clinical just doesn't make sense to me. It just seems like a word that's being said because other people say it. And it somehow sounds cool. I guess it sounds cool. I don't know. I, I think it sounds dumb, but you know, <laughs> Uh, Anna Maria, it is now the time for you to issue your public non-apology. <laughs> public non-apology about the word clinical. Clinical is a dumb word to use if you're talking about sports, in my not-so-professional opinion. I feel public like non-apology. There's, like, some long-standing, like, very, like, important or... What's the word I'm thinking of? I don't know. Something really big and important happened. And this word came from that very big and important moment. And somebody very important said it and coined it. And now it's just, we're here, you know, in 2022 saying it's dumb. It's dumb. It is dumb. Honestly, to me, and it's, man, I'm really going to say this. It sounds like pretentious. It does sound pretentious. Like, there's my like non-apology. I don't really issue those, but yeah, that really got me. Like throughout the the World Cup, I felt like that was being used over and over again. And, and I don't think I heard the commentator say. It. I just saw like it online so many times. Yeah, people just saying clinical for right. describing stuff, and I'm like, I don't any term but that term, please. Yeah. Yeah, I I would have accepted anything else at that point, but it just felt like it was becoming like redundant. Um, yeah, like you can only take so many shots, so many different ways. Yeah, to me, like they're all textbook, <laughs> unless you're really just going out there doing that, you know, bicycle kick <laughs> backwards or something. Anyway, that that stood out throughout the World Cup. Um, and like it's not, it stood out so much that now that we've said it, you're going to see it places. And you're yeah. going to be like, why are they using that word? Because we brought it up when um, my friend was over watching the, the USA-Netherlands match with us. And then she texted me later. And she had found something randomly online. And she doesn't even follow soccer where they were de describing soccer stuff as clinical. Mm -hmm. So please let us know if you, for some reason, know why we call things clinical in this sport. And if you have a good defense for why we call things clinical in this sport, please let us know. I just right. think you're still wrong. <laughs> and you can think we're wrong, too. I mean, we we do not aim to please by any means, but 
I mean, we're okay with people thinking that we're wrong. Um, but I, I still think after seeing it over and over again, in my mind, it just seemed like, what was the point? Yeah. Like, why are we using this word when we could, we could use words that are, you know, that are actually describing what's happening. Right. Anyway, we will step off that soapbox and onto another one. <laughs> it's been approximately five minutes since we finished recording the last little segment of this show. And we managed to look up what the word clinical and soccer meant after going on a rant about the word. Christina, what does it mean? Which I would like to start this off by saying we could have done this before we had the rant, but what fun. Like, where's the theater in that? Okay, so here's what we found out. What is clinical in soccer? A clinical finisher does more than just score goals. They find the back of the net, yes, but they do it with a certain ease a level of composure that is unrivaled by so many of their peers, which <laughs> still sounds dumb. Still sounds pretentious. Yes. I could see like saying, Oh, wait, like surgical precision or something like that. But like clinical, sorry. No, that's a no for me. Right. Um, uh, yeah, I'm still on the thumbs down for clinical, but I understand why it's being said and that they it is a descriptive word for a very specific thing happening. Um, unfortunately, most but unfortunately, of, <laughs> unfortunately, most of the times I see it online, that's not what they're describing. They're just describing something that they liked that happened and they're just calling it clinical. Right. At least that's how it appears because, you know, I feel like maybe people just really enjoy using, you know, the, the terminology, just like I've started to call things unlucky. And I really appreciate calling things unlucky because it does kind of take away from the, um, you know, like the accusatory tone and more on the, it's okay, buddy. Like you gave it your best shot. It's just unlucky. St. <laughs> <laughs> Louis city released the 2023 schedule so we have the home opener on is it march 4th march 4th yes versus charlotte. charlotte and then um there is a uh home schedule and then there is an away schedule so there's a pretty decent format where you can access all the home matches and then all of the away matches um i'm particularly excited to well all of them to be honest i mean it's just gonna be really cool to be back um you know going consistently to watch soccer matches but um i'm excited for the uh casey sporting casey matches um and the colorado rapids will be a good one because Buck Stan Kroenke. As usual. As usual. And also Nashville because of the one time that I visited and watched um, a match there. They were just really cool. And I'm excited to uh, to see them. So what about you, Anna Maria? Are you um, I think feeling? I think that I'm going to probably travel out for at least two of them. Um, 
I have friends in San Jose that I was thinking about visiting on June 24th when we're supposed to be playing out there. So I, you know, that might just be a, a beautiful coincidence because they're friends I want to see. And then we can just go catch an MLS game mm-hmm. in the evening. Um, Nashville, you know, we have plans to potentially go down in June um, yes. as, as, a, as a group. So that would be a lot of fun because I do love Nashville and I don't have nearly enough reasons to go there, um, you know, with how much I enjoy it. Right. And then I am hoping to hit all of the, all of the home stuff as much as possible. Yeah, I would really, I would really, um, I'd be interested in uh, going to Seattle. Um, Jeff and I were supposed to go to Seattle in May uh, this last year and our flight got canceled 24 hours before so it would be cool to have a reason to go back to seattle but um no guarantees but i i'm i'm pretty excited um to for all the the home matches and i'm looking forward to a lot of uh content related to yeah um, the matches and just the the craziness so Lots to look forward to. Yeah, I think we're gonna have fun. I, it's kind of a bummer that I don't think I'm gonna make it down to Austin on February 25th because I'm actually gonna be in Atlanta that weekend or that week. Oh. So um, I'm gonna miss miss that, which is too bad because I could have visited my sister and then also seen their very first MLS match at the same time. Mm. But it, it's not meant to be. Yeah, yeah, that would have been cool. The home match against Miami is just a few days after my birthday, which is pretty cool. I wonder if we'll see Messi. <laughs> I doubt it. Do you want to, do you want to make a bet right now? A bet. Okay. A bet. Bet on whether or not Messi's going to be at that game in July 15th. <laughs> All right. What's the wager? I don't know. I can't think of anything clever, but I feel like we should make some sort of bet. Mm. I mean, Loser has to buy the other drinks for a whole match yeah. or whatever for the whole match. For the whole match. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They have to show up wearing the Miami. <laughs> oh my god! I should have pretty good. I'd be pretty good. Yeah, funny. I-, I think probably just drinks though. Yeah. Yeah. Or or a Lionel Messi um, jersey, just so that it looks like. You were there, like, anticipating that he would be there, but he's not. <laughs> oh, that would be good. So if he's not going to be there, that's what you have to wear. And if he is going to be there, what do I have to wear? <laughs> um, well, I mean, you still have to wear his jersey. If he, Are you, if he is there? Oh, if he is there. Yeah, I guess. Uh, or oh. you could just buy drinks. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of shelve that for later. We're going to we're, we're, we're gonna, we're yeah. gonna figure out something. Yeah, before Maybe they people can anything. help us. Yeah, if somebody could come up with something, but it would be really interesting um, if that's the case. I mean, I just can't imagine how many, like, the like it's gonna be packed. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like, um, yeah. So that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty cool. But otherwise, um, yeah. I mean, I'm just in general excited to see you know us play and uh our team kind of come together and see what that you know i don't know 
looks like over this first looks like, year. Yeah. 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 I, I think it's just so exciting because they're, they're this is the beginning. Yeah. This is the start of everything. Like, we, this is going to be the first matches of this team. And that's, like, a big deal, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it feels like a big deal. Well, yeah. And, I mean, so everyone was releasing their um, 2023 schedules today. And I think it was Austin or Dallas. I can't remember. But one of them said that, like, one of the highlights for this season is that they're going to be playing St. Louis for the first time, which I was like, oh, I'm so excited. That's so cute. I like, think really cute. I think then, you mentioned that was Dallas earlier, I, I want to say. FC Dallas. FC Dallas. And yeah. then, you know, then you have LA Galaxy out there with, you know, a three-minute and 42-second long video with references that made Anna Maria's brain explode. <laughs> Yeah, because I didn't understand any of it. It was like a Twitter compilation. TikTok. Yeah, like, yeah, sorry, TikTok compilation of videos. And it looked like all of the players from the team were kind of announcing different dates and matchups. And so, but there were all these, like, I guess, pop culture references and then Twitter references and TikTok references. And it was just, yeah, a lot. Kind of. It was a lot. I feel like if you, you know, support LA Galaxy and you follow them and maybe you get a lot of the references, but we were we were a little bit lost. So um, more than a little bit. Yeah, but I think it was entertaining. I just I didn't make it all the way through because I was like, I don't I don't get it. (laughs) My favorite part of that video was the guy who was trying to figure out what the team was based on the logo. Right. And the logo was an axe for Portland. And he was like, well, that looks like an axe. So, uh, Chicago Fire. <laughs> I was like, yeah, hey, that, he would fit in our show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he, he fits in perfectly. I I really, that was amusing to me. Um, Can you talk um, about how cute the City SC announcement was with the denim jacket? It was. It was really cute. It was the little video, if you haven't seen it, was just adorable because there's all the patches being ironed on and like all this other sort of stuff. And and then they would like pan over the patch and then a little like graphic would pop up saying when we were going to face them. Uh Uh-huh. It it's it's adorable because it's like this kind of like I I like that it has like this kind of like craftsy vibe to it. Mm -hmm. And they're putting together this product that they're showing it getting put together. And it's like, that's kind of like what we're doing. We're building right now. We're crafting, you know? So that made me very, very happy to see that. Yeah. And I definitely, I definitely noticed and, you know, I may be wrong, but it definitely had the St. Louis City Punks um, supporter group. Like it had their, it seemed like it had their influence because I'm looking at the jean jacket. I'm looking at the, um, the patches and then. I think even the font kind of alludes to that. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Cause I could, at first I was like, why are we doing this? Like, what's, what are we referencing here? But it just clicked like just now. That's great. <laughs> but I think that maybe there was some influence there and that's pretty cool. Um, and I think they even tweeted like about the jacket um, today, but anyway, Really cool and really exciting because I have been waiting so long just to plan, you know, because you know that you have to plan around it now. Like Saturday, (laughs) 
Saturdays yeah. belong to soccer. That's true. So, that's true. That's cool. That's what we've been building up for. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah.